What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Mitch. This your boy, O. It's your boy, Doy. And welcome to another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. What's up, O? How you feel today, man? Man, I'm good, baby. What it do? Chilling. What about you, Doy? You good? I'm all right, man. Shannon. What are we talking about today, man? Are we talking about uh, on this episode, Juneteenth? And uh, we're going to go into a little bit of the history of it and why we didn't celebrate it growing up. Then we're going to go into uh, relationships mm. and uh, some of the top three things that cause conflict, like communication, finances, and trust. Most definitely. Speaking on that, man, what y'all think, man? Out of those three, what would y'all consider the top for y'all? What's, you know, what conflict from the three that everybody picked from the Facebook poll, what would y'all consider would be the number one issue? I would have to go with probably trust. Mm. I can see that because you, you don't like somebody who I trust either. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up right you know you my dog, bro. <laughs> yeah, what about you, I'm dude? I'm rolling with communication. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a communication too. Yeah. I think it all fits under communication. That's true. You got to talk it out. But damn, how do you talk it out if you beefed out? I think that's the, I think that's the number one question with communication. Mm-hmm. How do you resume communication after communication that broke down? Sometimes people need a uh, some people need a cooling off period, uh-huh. and then some people to get even madder during that period. <laughs> yep, yep. They thought about. <laughs> and it. to be honest, I'm one of the people. I I don't really have a cooling off period. I like the, I'm like solutionary. What we gonna how we gonna fix it? And can we fix it? I don't know. Maybe that's my patience as well. So too. you like right off the rip, like not you don't want to cool off. You want to like if you get into it with your lady right off rip, you want to go in. Hey, let's talk right now. Why I still? But I, I learned to be apologetic though. Oh, okay. I, I, that, and, and that's something that you gotta you gotta gain over the years, man. Y'all gotta understand to be to be a little bit more patient, but also be apologetic. I heard a while ago somebody say to me, uh, "You could be right, you can be right, or you could be happy." <laughs> that's yeah. a fact, right there, bro. Yep. <laughs> I know for me, I shut down, so you get quiet. Like I don't even want to talk until about twenty minutes, and I'd be like, "All right, well, this is what I meant to say." And this is uh, what I said. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wrong. But for me, like, when I'm wrong, I'll admit right off I was wrong. So you ain't one of them type of people who, like, has pride. Like, hey, no, I'm wrong. No, hell no. I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but I'm still about to fight fight for that wrong that I said I was wrong because I don't want to no, prove no, to you no, that I was wrong. Pride like no, that. But all the people have yeah, it, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when, I, when I'm wrong and I realize that I'll come right out the gate, I'm sorry. I, I fucked mm-hmm. up. My bad. I'm sorry. See, with me and my wife, by me being a Gemini, she being she's a Sagittarius, we have to have time apart because she's more like what Dewey said. She want to get right into it. Let's talk about it. Me, on the other hand, I got I need to go think this out. I need to think about everything you just said. I need to think about my answer. And then for me, it's just better just for me to sleep on it, you know, and then come back to it like, hey, yeah, like, like you said, Mitch, I was wrong here. You know, this is the way I was looking at it. But let me think about it from your point of view. And I think yeah. that's what it's about with communication, man. Sometimes you got to look at it from your spouse or your your girl or even friends. When you get into it with your yeah. friends, oh, yeah. you got to look at it from their point of view. But my thing is, it's like, let's say we get in an argument. Mm-hmm. And I explain to you, this is how I took what you said. And you'd be like, no, I didn't mean it like that. So yeah. you should apologize. Exactly. Because I, yeah. I, I'm telling you the way I took it and you still saying, yeah, but... I didn't mean like that, but that's the way yeah. I fucking took it. Well, you know what, though? Maybe not apology, but just accepting, like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Because if, if I don't feel like I did something wrong, it's going to be hard for me to apologize for something that I don't think that it was wrong mm-hmm. in the first place, even though you took it as a wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, uh, I like verbatim, me personally. So you like going back and forth? No. I like you knowing exactly what I said. Don't say something I didn't say. Oh, don't put words in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, don't do that. Like, when you say, well, I feel like you pretty much said, mm-hmm. no, uh uh-uh. uh. 
I didn't see bad things happen off of somebody perceiving it to be something that was actually not said. And it was like, well, they basically was just saying about you. Or you basically said to me. I didn't basically say that. What exactly what I said is what I said. Exactly. And then sometimes people want to take it all. I don't like that gray area. I just mm. get to the point on that. I don't like gray areas. What I said is what I said. I don't mean nothing else. Like somebody like, you know, like a girl may ask me, yo, you. Do you, do you do you love me? Do I do do I still am I still attractive to you? Like mm. I never said you wasn't. <laughs> but the thing about it is, it's 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 the times where they need to hear that or part of communication. Like cause maybe we just don't say it enough in those moments. But I don't like gray areas, man. I hate that kind of argument where I feel like you said something and be like, well, I took it this way. I don't like that gray area. That's a scary area for me. I hate that. But you know what? I think in order to get out of the gray area, man. You need to talk with your your mate about each other. You need to listen. Right. You know, it all communication. Yeah. It's all about listening to one another. And then, like I said to Mitch, you have to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. So, like, just like you said about the uh, "I love you" part. Mm -hmm. If you're dealing with somebody who need to hear that yeah. and need to, you know, have that affirmation told to them more, mm -hmm. then you need to say it, even though that's something that you're not interested in doing. Through the communication y'all have with each other, you learn that okay. Baby, this work more for you if I if I tell you this more, and I'm gonna do it. So it's all about also about caring about what their, your spouse or significant other or your friend is saying to you yep. in order for you to, you know, reciprocate that communication back to them. So we got to communicate. But but I guess my next question would be, how how do you communicate when the trust is lost? So if I don't trust what you're saying to me anymore, how can we have a communication? Yeah, dude, I think that's hard. Trust, bro. man. When trust is gone, it's hard to get that shit back. It absolutely is. Man. I think it's harder. It's, it's so much harder. It, and no offense to women. Uh -oh. It's really hard Watch for men. Watch what you say. <laughs> it's really hard for men. It really is. Because men are so territorial. And we prideful. That, yeah, prideful. That's, Reckless that, speculation. And, and not to say, <laughs> no, but not to say that a lot of women ain't. He does not speak for everyone. No, I'm I'm speaking for myself. I'm saying from my perspective, my perspective is it's tough, man. Trust is hard to get back for a guy. When a guy gets crossed, yeah. man, dudes be hurt. And a lot of women know that. But like, if I did the same thing to you, you know, it's songs about it. If I were a little boy, so, if I act like a boy, that's what I thought you was about to drop about. the whole line, bro. No, they saying, no, they saying. Once a good like, girl's gone, bad girl's no, gone No, I'm saying that a lot of women be like, if I acted like you, because a lot of women say we handle things better than y'all. They do. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, what, I I, that's that. what I'm saying is women to feel like, you know, if I did to you what you did to me, you couldn't take it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that yeah. a lot of times for men, when that if we, if we were to get cheated on, it hurt bad, bad. Oh, man, but we for ready women, to kill somebody. Oh, yeah, but bro. for women, they be like, not that they take any deal because they be ready to kill somebody too. To Hill, but a bro. lot of times, if we get real, real apologetic and all this, a lot of women take us back in those scenarios and they situations. Do. But, man, for a man, man, I, it's, it's crushing. You, It's so crushing, man. It really is. I, I'm not taking you back. If you cheat on me, it's over. And yeah. I, I, I find out. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hell no. I think when it comes down to it, it is a gray area regarding that, man. But just to get back with the trust yeah. issue, man, it like me say, it's hard, man. It's hard to recover yeah. trust. But I think it's still root. It, the root, the root back to trust yeah. is through communication. And not even just cheating either. No, it's because it, it's more than just and, cheating. And 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 trusting you and your judgment is that's what I was a lot of times is. You trust in your judgment. Can I trust your judgment in these situations? Can I trust you to lead our family? Absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest problems right now in our society yeah. with our, you know, with relationships. You know, women so used to being independent. Yeah. And then to go back and say, <clears throat> okay, I'm about to let this man lead us, yeah. this family. But I really don't trust yeah. his judgment and his decision making. And as and men, I think we got to take responsibility head. for that. Oh, we yeah. got to take responsibility for that. Yeah. We, we shouldn't force that on them to make them feel... 
insecure about our judgment. Like, this dude, finna, he finna do some bullshit. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they have to take, they have to take over and be the alpha. Yeah. That's that's tough on a woman, man. And that's bullshit. We need to take that more seriously. But see, I, I, I try to take the approach uh, in my relationship, my marriage, is that I use the Michael Jordan Pippen and that, you know, type of thing. Like, okay, yeah, I might in this relationship, but it's a, a lot of times that I'm going to have a flu game and you got to hold me up, that you got to take over, you got to hold it down. And it's like, I think that comes from trust and communication. Like, we talk about it, yeah. you know. But in certain areas in our relationship, more when it comes to the children, our child, she more Mike than I am. I'm more Scotty Pippen because, I mean, I was raised with Mama Say. But mama it's maternal go. instinct, too. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. But and, that's trust, though, yeah. too. Like, I trust her to be MJ with our child, to be the one who, you know what I'm saying, sets the agenda when it comes to our mm-hmm. child. And, and, and most of the times, I don't, I never have to be like, oh, no, I just don't agree with this, you know, because mm-hmm. we communicated about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's that's tough. I, I want to suggest uh, a couple things though. I want to suggest two books and, and or, or audio books, however y'all want to do it. How to get in particular, murder. definitely not how to get away with murder. <laughs> One of them is the five love languages. Oh, okay. Oh, that's sexy. Say uh, wow. This mm. <laughs> sounds like a song, no, like R and B song. No, bro. no, it's it's a really good book. And the five love languages. Now you identify your love languages. Your what love language you have through this book. Also read Personality Plus, uh, but the five love languages, the one of them is words of affirmation. Okay. I like that. Another one is acts of service. Oh, servitude. The, I like that. I love another that. Another one service. is receiving gifts, mm. quality time, okay. and physical touch. Now, these are the five love languages. Now, you can identify now, whatever your love language is, you also like doing that also as well like so if one of them words of affirmation like encouragement you also like receiving encouragement mm-hmm. but you also like giving it okay acts of service a lot of time and a lot of times it's it's not true necessarily for everybody but a lot of times it does happen acts of services you like doing things for others but you like things being done for you yeah, i'm a receiving pleaser. gifts or get uh, giving <laughs> gifts you like receiving it's the joyous thing for you who don't and and i mean certain people you know a little different i mean i, I mean like, me personally i receiving gifts ain't exactly my love language you know what i mean i I, well, I know as far as your love yeah. language, but I mean, who don't like getting gifts? But I mean, we are... quality time, and some people just like quality time. You can yeah. buy them all type of stuff, but they be like, I need you, I want you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And physical yeah. touch, some people are not affectionate, and some people are extremely affectionate. And so a lot of times what happens is, and it talks about in this book, making deposits into someone's love bank. Oh, okay. Through these. So it's deposits or withdrawals. So somebody constantly just taking from you. It, all it does is leave you stagnant. Like I don't, I'm, I don't have nothing to give because I keep loving on you, but you never give me nothing back. You never deposit into my love bank. So how do I give back to you? And what was you about saying? No, I just always thought that was a different. That saying meant something different. What's that? The uh, deposit love into my love bank. Yeah, it, it, I thought that yeah. was skeet skeet. God, what? Right yeah, up. yeah, that's what I always. Wreck the speculation. <laughs> clearly, I was he wrong. depositing yeah. the shit. Yeah, you depositing. You about to no, get but, a. Uh, you about to get a baby. At a the lot end, of bro. times, you want to do that, and a lot of men, we gotta. And, and it's, hey, listen, this, this, I think the book is like purple. Hey, listen, it's, it doesn't make you any more less masculine than men to read books like this. Men and women, for real. But yeah. a lot of a lot of times we need to get we need to get straightened out. A lot of times in understanding the person you love. And knowing what it takes to deposit that person's love bank so you can get the best out of that relationship. Another book I would suggest is Love, Respect, and the M1 Tank is by Bob McEwen. Mm. And he talks about the M1 Tank being one of the most powerful tanks of that time. And and it's like a man. It's actually talking about men in this. Because okay. um, even in the Bible, it talks about you know women love and men get respect. But the M1 Tank, the most vulnerable part of the tank is the inside. Whoa. 
I'm probably not gonna read this book. Well, because men are so tough. So we talking about tanks and insides. no, listen, listen, because men, men are so, men are <laughs> so tough. Men are so, men are so tough and so guarded. And, and not even just men. There's a lot of women who are like that. And then the person or the or the people that they let in are the people they're most vulnerable to. So that's the analogy. But he see, uses. Go, it, that goes back to communication and yeah. trust. It's hard for most men give that vulnerability yeah. over to them. Most of the time, the most the woman you most vulnerable with is your mother. Yeah. So that's why you hear a lot of women say, oh, yeah, you're a mama's boy. Mm. Because them conversations that you should be having with your lady, you might be having them conversations with your mother or sister yeah. or somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Though. Like, for me, I've never given any woman I was with 100% of me. Really? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'm always holding something back. Because you, uh, Just in it, case. Is it from fear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That mm. makes sense. I can't do it. It, makes, it took me a long time. I've been married 10 years, bro. Almost 10 years now. And it took me a long time to get to the point to where I was able to uh, be vulnerable in front of my wife to let her know, you know, my inner darkest, deep, you know, mm. like feelings, you know, things that I don't haven't shared with nobody else. But I mean, for us through prayer, you know, through, yeah. you know, conversation, communication, and then as trust build up over the time of us being together, you know, it, it became easier. And I, I feel... I feel better that I do have somebody that I can be vulnerable to. Yeah. And it may, it, honestly, it made me a better man to be that type of person with her. So I always felt like people, like uh, a lot of times it was different people I, I could have been committed to better. But to be honest, I always felt, and I didn't reveal this to later on in life to certain people, but I always felt like no matter who you were, friend, family, uh, girl, I always felt like people were passing through in my life. Mm -hmm. And that stems from my childhood, yeah. which, you know, a lot of people, you know, like you just said, you know, you have that love for your mother. I didn't grow up with my mom. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with my dad either. I feel you. So that 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 thought process was, I always felt like people were just passing through in my life. Like mm -hmm. I, because I was always here and then I wasn't there and mm -hmm. then I was in another place. But the people who stuck and stay, like I, I keep them, hold them dearly to this day, but a lot of times with women and you know that was that was hard for me a lot of times because i just always felt like they were just passing through but what you just said and i handled it wrong too but what you just said it's important in the course of a relationship that you understand your your uh person's past yes because oh, most yeah. of the time the way they communicate the way they handle adversity yeah. or problems is set up from the past their past you know how they grew up Absolutely. you know uh Anything that happened in the past, whether they lost a parent, whether they went through a divorce, all that, yeah. you know, attributes to how yeah, somebody has issues. Yeah. yeah, and all that. All yeah. that's in there. And I think that's, I'm going through the same thing. Like, I mean, now uh -huh. I'm good. Mm -hmm. But I mean, previously, like, that's what it was. It took time for you to it even realize time. it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about it when you're saying it. That's what, that's what triggered it from mm -hmm. when I was a child. So, yeah. 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 It, it's real that's, shit. That's it's big, tough, bro. Yeah. It's, and, and it took me a long time. And, I, and it took me years to study. Like uh, read all these different books, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Oh, we talked about. I I read read so many books, but I had to learn myself, and I had to learn the people around me. Like why certain people were reacting that way mm -hmm. around me, and I was like, damn, do do some? Do anybody really love me around here? And that's and a lot of times men are so hard. They be like, you know, love like love get you hurt, and men don't want to be hurt. They don't want to be vulnerable. But that's a part of it, though. But that it is, and man, it, and a lot of times speaking for myself, man, I handled it terribly at different times. Oh, no, I don't know. Speaking for all of us, yeah. I think I we all can I say that. I did it differently sure. at those a lot different of... points because a lot of people weren't passing through. They mm -hmm. really cared about. Yeah, I, I could say the same thing. It's plenty of people I ran into in my life that I did the same thing to. Hey, hey, Dewey, mm. I care about you, man. I love you, bro. One hundred. 
<laughs> we just had to say it because he was. Yeah, getting... We just had to say it, yeah. man. Sometimes I mean, you got to tell your boy, yeah, man. You yeah, you was about to drop that one tear from Glory, bro. That was one tear from Glory. Nah, about to drop that one. nah. <laughs> we've been too long in the game. We've been a couple decades here. Nah, there's just some decades over here on this side. I understand. But man, let me let let me spin it this way then. Well, all that we just said, communication, mm. things from our past. How do that you know go hand in hand with finances? When oh, do yeah. you talk finances with your spouse or your girl? Some people. Man, that, that's hard, bro. Man, thank God I have somebody who deals with finances for real. <laughs> that's what she do for a living. But the other thing too, though, is man, like certain people have learned financial responsibility differently, mm -hmm. and then certain people never, never learned learned it. financial yeah. responsibility. So that we, that's the thing we we don't talk about credit and different things yeah, like that growing sure. up, but we need to. But if a girl, you know, soon you meet her the first date, and she be like, "Yeah, what's your credit score?" That's pretty much like uh, I'm good. Like, it scares somebody yeah. with no financial responsibility. But it scares the shit but, out of somebody. But I guess like when do you, you know, when do you actually get into that? When do you get into sharing bank accounts and yeah. hey man, I you know I'm I'm this much in the hole. I mean, or, you got to make I that judgment it. call. As That's it what, goes, right? Okay, yeah. I guess. I mean, I think there's no right or wrong answer to it, yeah. but I think yeah. it's something that you have yeah. to get into though. Man, sure. that's a less. That's something you got to really develop some. You gotta get. You gotta learn. You gotta definitely develop. Well, you can't do it when you're going down the island. You about to say I do? Hell no! <laughs> Please don't do that, y'all. Please do not do that. That is dumb as hell. Learn that person. Way Find, before. Yeah, like way before. Don't do. And then learn. See how they move. Like mm -hmm. the way they pay their bills. The way they take care of things. If you see them cashing out on shit left and right, they be like, "Yeah, this person fresh as hell." But. They broke as hell. Like, ain't no yeah. furniture in their house, all types yeah. of stuff. Let me get know? that $40. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. I agree, bro. I think it's, like I said, I think it's to each his own in everybody's mm. relationship, but I think it's something you definitely have to chop it up about, man. You definitely need to go into, do you know what credit is? Do you have credit? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that. I mean, we all in our 30s, but it's some dudes our age that it's never just, had a bank account. It's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And there's some people who just don't pay their bills on time and don't understand mm -hmm. the... The ramification of not paying your bills on time, and nah. you know, we talking about like like us. We at the point of our lives where we're trying to get to the next level financially. You know, we trying to own businesses and multiple houses and things of that nature. So, credit for us with our you know spouses and um, significant others. We discuss that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But yeah. when you first starting out, I mean, I think that's something you definitely need to talk about before you even get to the point of that you're ready to move in with somebody or anything to that nature. Man, because if she's spending before you can make it, y'all in trouble, oh, bro. Oh, man, it's a bad what? deal. <laughs> you about trouble. to lose, bro. You, you keep seeing all them Amazon and <laughs> packages keep showing. Amazon up. the devil. Yeah, fashion man, credit, over. man, credit cards and stuff, man. How people manage it and knowing when to, you know, learning all those different. Ask, but you know what though? Ask that person how how much they understand about finances. Like different questions they have. Like you know about credit. Do you have credit cards? You know, as as you get comfortable, you don't mm -hmm. want to scare somebody. Be like. Damn, they gonna be in my pockets, or damn, they gonna be watching my pockets. And make it fun though, like yeah. it's it's all type of financial workshops and stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like a day could be, hey, let's go out and you know, let's go to this financial workshop, get something to drink before you know, go to a bar, or something, kick it real quick, and then go check it out together. I mean, it's not the greatest day in the world, but it's, but it's just it's something informational. Yeah, it's information. It's something that's gonna help your relationship down down the line. This is for the serious ones. This is really for the serious ones, man. And man, you this is a filtering out process too to find out who's serious. That's true. For sure. That's true. All right, fellas, man, let's change gears a little bit. Let's take this time to spotlight the black businesses that's been supporting us. And uh, first, I would like to start with Rena Unwrap. 
She does uh, specialty boxes for birthdays and all type of occasions. If you want to do a bachelorette party, bachelor party. If you're just having trouble getting somebody a gift, check her out. She's on Facebook and Instagram, man. Check her workout. She gets you together. Mitch, who you got, bro? I got my man Deshaun Wallace, man, at DW Collection. You can hit him up on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, he got them custom shirts for you, man. Also, let me give a shout-out to my man Takeoff Damo on Facebook. He got them hookahs, baby. Hookahs to you. Right to you. Do it. And I uh, want to give a shout-out to Love by Naomi. Also on Facebook. Personal stylist. And anything that you need as far as finding outfits for any events or just regular every day. You know, getting to our next topic, man. We want to get into uh, Juneteenth, baby. Do you want to kind of, you know, kick with everybody about what we're going to be doing with Juneteenth with our first event? We're sponsoring our first event for from the Wise Guys podcast next Saturday on June 20th from noon to 9. And, Mitch, we're going to get into some information about Juneteenth. Yeah. Break, break it down to the people, bro. What Juneteenth, what is it about? Give them the history. Get, get deep into it, bro. Yes, Juneteenth is the holiday that celebrates the effective end of slavery, man. It gets its name from the day that it happened. June 19th, 1865. And that's messed up because it was actually in effect since January 1st, 1863. Oh, for real? Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Gordon Granger reading them, you know, the proclamation and on June 19th, 1865, they still would have been slaves. They would have never yeah. known. Damn. That's messed up. That's crazy, bro. So, man, why wasn't we taught this in school? Like, it, it, this was never a part of uh, African-American history or Black History Month. They really didn't get into this like that, man. Right, because so, I don't know shit about this until, like, Today, yeah, today, <laughs> That's I'm just gonna be real up, with man. you. It's crazy, bro, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like mm -hmm. that. I don't know if it was actually taught at certain points, and maybe they just didn't go deep into it. But I don't remember talking about this at all. Like literally, like two, three years ago, I really learned about it. I heard about it a couple years ago too, and I know it's been brothers and sisters been celebrating for a while. Yeah. And shout out to them, absolutely. But I think it's something that you know how we did the uh, protest a couple weeks ago where we went uh, blackout. We did the blackout on social yeah. media. I think this today we need to do a blackout. Uh, we need to nobody go to work. No black people go to work. Uh, no buying none this day. It needs to be a day that we celebrate and we, you know, observe, you know, for us. It's yeah. our, the blackest holiday of the year. The only black holiday of the year. Yeah. And we just really just try to, you know, push to make it a national holiday. Yeah. And, and I, I, I already for years, I don't go to work on Martin Luther King Day. And uh, this is going to be another one. No, I, I agree. So Juneteenth. Ways we celebrate it. Still learning how to celebrate it and celebrate it properly and nationally. Like people, the way they do it. I, you know what? You know the people I know who have actually celebrated Juneteenth for a while are the people who celebrate Kwanzaa. Mm. A lot of them have known about it for years. I think they celebrate it down in Texas, though. I think in the yeah. South it's a little bit bigger I'm, than I'm it saying is personally, up north. people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, personally, people I know that, that celebrate Kwanzaa. Tex Texas, though, is. The people, that's that's the state they actually wanted to keep. Them in Mississippi, they tried to keep their slaves yeah, long. Yeah, Texas is actually the first state to uh, make it a, a national holiday. So big that's up good. to uh, Texas. Was that 1980, I think it was? That was 79. 79. 79. Okay, then Big Gretch made it a holiday big last year. Big Gretch. Yeah. And uh, Pennsylvania was the first state yeah. to abolish. To abolish slavery in 1780. Yeah. Mississippi didn't want to let up. Of course <laughs> they not. They did not want to <laughs> let up, though. They wanted to keep their slaves. Of course not. But, man, from now on... Uh, you know, me, you know, me, oh, we was talking last year and we was like, from now on, we're going to make sure that our kids understand Juneteenth and make it a tradition of uh, family and friends that we celebrate Juneteenth. Right. And also people like people like I'm going to celebrate Juneteenth instead of July 4th. Our people died in that war, too. Yeah. We got to celebrate them people who died for, and sacrificed for our freedoms and, and the independence we got as well. And, you know, despite all the, you know, and I, rhetoric around it. 
I think a way to celebrate it, I mean, what we do is when we celebrate any other holiday. We, yeah. Uh, barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. We definitely get our dance on, put our music on, blast our music, play Spades, Bid Wiz. Yeah. I mean, show. Can't nobody fuck with me in Bid Wiz, I'm telling you that right you now. You crazy. <laughs> but anyway, we just need to celebrate the way we, you know, usually celebrate our holiday. Yeah. But it's definitely something that we need to, you know, continue to show love to. Yeah, because right. this is the day that our ancestors who dreamed that we would be free one day. Yeah. You know, they were finally able to get the same freedom that we, well, not exactly the same freedom, but they were, yeah. you know, done with slavery at that time. Exactly. So, yeah, man, we definitely need to make sure our kids know about it and their kids know about it. And God willing, one day it could become a national holiday that the whole country celebrate because it should be something that the whole country yeah. celebrate just as we celebrate our Independence Day on July 4th. Because yeah. for this, for us, this is our Independence Day. Yeah. To yeah. a certain extent, and, and we gotta vote, man. Yeah, absolutely. And please be. We can vote now. That. Stop no, being contradictory. No, we can't vote to November, bro. But I'm saying we can vote now from when this happened. Yeah, that's true. That's well, what, not that's exactly. What I'm saying. But yeah. yeah, to a certain extent. And people, please stop being contradictory to what needs to happen. We need to understand. Like people, are like, oh, y'all just not celebrating Juneteenth. Yeah, let's not do that, that man. Let's let's not be contradictory to the purpose. Let's stop that Willie Lynch mindset where everybody against one another in mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. Listen, stop that. People just not celebrating Juneteenth. Okay, welcome them in. Bring them in. Yeah, Bring them in. Like let's let's make it sure. I'm I'm gonna be posting posters and different stuff for different heroes and different people that establish things, even from the civil rights movement. Shout out to Megar Everett. We don't talk about him enough a lot of times. Um, but well, I appreciate everybody who, whose shoulders we stand on. Almost definitely. And, and speaking about Mitch talking about voting, yeah, uh Dewey boy Trump. <laughs> Why is he my boy? Oh, you no, fuck I'm, with him? No, I'm talking junk, man. No, but dude, he's about to fight him. He's about to fight him over it, bro. No, nah, man. No, nah, don't nobody only show Mr. Trump, man. That's real talk. Fuck Donald Trump as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. <laughs> fuck him. Most definitely, man. Well, I agree because he was going to do a rally, his first rally since before the pandemic um, in Tulsa, the home of Black Wall Street that was destroyed back in 1921. On Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying? So, Miss, how you feel about that, bro? Man, listen here. Fuck Trump. Okay. Uh, when we playing animal. cards, you can't even say what's Trump. You can't have no Trump card. <laughs> you got to say what the suit is. <laughs> Space. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Fuck Trump, cuz. Dewey, what you think, bro? Man, he need to stop that shit. But you know what, though? Like, <laughs> what more do you expect? Exactly. This is what he do, bro. This nah. way, he the king of culture wars, bro. Man, he's the ultimate presidential troll if you ever seen one, dog. The fuck wrong with him? But, man, you know what, though? We're going to keep doing what we supposed to be doing. It, it, we can't control what they do over there on that side. No, nah, you really can't. But, I mean, that's Black Wall Street, though. We talk about that a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Black Wall Street, like when they established all those businesses. And, and this is the thing that they're afraid of, y'all, like a lot. When I say they, I don't mean Republican or Democrat. I mean people who ha who are just racist. Mm -hmm. They are afraid of that. They're afraid of black businesses being that prosperous and keeping it within their community. Let's let's make sure we don't go against each other because they don't want another Black Wall Street. And I do mean they with systematic racism. And you know what? I'm going to propose something else. Let's use Juneteenth when you do get on social media. Yeah. Opposed to just saying, you know, happy Juneteenth to each other. Promote a black business, you know, Absolutely. man. Share it. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Let's let's support each other on that day, too, to yeah. show unity. I think that's important. But I kind of want to go back into the voting thing that Mitch uh, yelled about earlier. You, you got to vote. <laughs> which he's right. And this is one of the reasons. I'm not trying to say we need to be Republican or Democrat. 
But you do realize that the man who's in office right now, he uses platform to 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 you know get his base, you know to to get around these issues that we're fighting against. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's definitely you know trying to push those white supremacists ideologies out to his base so he they, he can let them know like hey it's okay to be this way i mean when he says you know we need to make america great again he's talking about a time when white people were um trying to make black people feel like they were inferior to them so yeah. let's not forget i'm not trying to say that you know hey vote democrat or vote republican but i'm just saying think about it think about this guy who's been spurring these i mean been putting out all those uh hidden agenda racist comments over the last four years man right we gotta we have to use our voice yeah mm-hmm. use the platform that we have yes to vote and to promote each other we yeah. have to black lives matter man fuck the shit one person told me one one time some years ago man he said republicans gave it y'all freedom that's true abraham lincoln then was they were a republican they were they were i was like man shut the fuck up it's hard for me like, to believe that, though, man. It, it, I don't care. That's the thing is, I don't care about Republican or Democrat. Dependent, like I don't. I'm not gonna be biased based on the, the demographic I'm a part of. No, that doesn't matter to me. Moral, morally, are you within good standing? Right. Because Do you land land on that. I mean, at the end of the day, man, what I think we should start to realize with our vote is this: we, you know, people always say you got to choose between the lesser of two evils, right? That's fucked up. Which is true. It's unfortunate. I mean, uh, Donald Trump has been doing the things lately to uh to promote racist ideology but biden is not innocent he didn't did things in the past that has harmed our brothers and sisters but you have to look at it from this perspective donald trump didn't win the 2016 election yeah. with our vote he Speak don't they, you know republicans don't need us to vote they try to encourage us not to vote yes democrats on the other hand they need us to vote to win joe biden would not be the democratic nominee if it wasn't for black people absolutely standing up and voting for him in south carolina yeah. that being said let's use our power as black people and get him to do what we want so he can get our vote yeah our so, votes across the board all across the stop board. please please our people stop saying that silly shit you know we vote nothing happened anyway there's congress there's your mayor there's your governor mm-hmm. there's judges there's all type of elected officials please stop that y'all make sure your vote counts but man we ain't going to get too much off into the vote, and we're going to say that for another topic. Yes, yes. But we just want to oh, make sure, man, this upcoming June 19th, everybody get out, celebrate with your friends and your family. You know, it, it, think about it from this perspective, man. It was an ancestor, one of our ancestors back in 1863, 60, 65, that was praying that one day yeah. we would be free and we would be able to do what we able to do today. So let's show them some love, man, and uh, let's remember this day for them at least. In the words of the great man, Sam Cooke, a change going to come. And I guess that's a good way to wrap it up, man. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Wise Guys podcast. Hope you enjoyed what we talked about today. You can subscribe to our page on Facebook at the Wise Guys podcast. Also on YouTube at the Wise Guys podcast Detroit. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Make sure y'all come check us out, man. If anybody interested in being involved in the Juneteenth event, make sure you uh, reach out to one of the Wise Guys. And you can contact us at the Wise Guys Podcast at Facebook page. You can inbox us there. Until then, be true and be you, baby. Wise Guys signing out.